0: Hey, Scott. Hey, Dwight. Who's your friends? Oh, you mean babys Kids?
1: Who's babys Kids? You don't know baby's Kids?
0: Everyone knows baby's Kids. I, I wish I remembered more of what they said. <laughs>
1: That's right. We saw baby's Kids. So that means we got a basket for them. A writer's bagel basket. Ew. Tell me part, Lisa. Fourteen. Great birthdays without him. He never even sent me a damn card. Down with him. Because I'm Homer Simpson! Pizza, pizza, pizza! I'm so excited! I'm so
0: big baby kitty.
1: Baby chip?
0: It was time now. It was was all the time I needed.
1: Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. My name is Scott Gerlin.
0: My name is Dwight Stearns.
1: So, uh, Dwight, what did we watch?
0: Today, we watched the 1996? 92. I wanted to say two. The 1992 classic, Baby Kids. You're
1: using classic
0: very liberally. (laughs) It's a loose interpretation of the word, um, classic being anything that's older than 25 years at this point. I believe that's how cars classify it. So um, <laughs> it's technically a classic film.
1: Oh, my God. So I I picked this one, guys. So if you had to rent it, um, or sometimes it's on Netflix. Uh, really? Yeah. Sometimes it's on Netflix for free or uh, Amazon Prime for free. So... If you had to pay money for it, uh I'm sorry, but this De- is- we, this is a free podcast, like yeah
0: exactly. we deeply apologize, but uh this is the type of torture that we put ourselves through for you, so you can deal with it
1: uh this isn't torture for me. I love this film growing up, growing up, you're now, a
0: monster <laughs>
1: now, okay, I was like seven years old or six years old, like now I realize how terrible it is, but i still it still holds like. A place in my heart. It, it, it's nostalgia value. Like,
0: <sighs> okay, so Scott, why don't you explain... Since you love it so much, why don't you explain Bebe's Bay Kids?
1: Okay, so the plot of Bebe's Bay Kids is... I'm just going to do the clip notes. So, uh, this is based on Robin Harris, who was a big comedian in the 80s and, like... Yeah, late 70s, early 80s through the end of the 80s. And... So he has this bit called baby's kids. And the the bit is just him saying baby's kids over again. And the movie itself is basically that he goes on a date with a girl. Um she has a son. They hit it off. He goes to take them to Fun World the next weekend and she has three other kids who are baby's kids. And then they go to Fun World and that's where all the shenanigans ensue and drive Robin crazy. So,
0: do you want to break this thing down, piece by piece? Sure. Well, wh- let's start with the uh, opening credits, because it opens on oh, live... You mean Showtime at the Apollo? Exactly. Because it opens on live footage of... I'm sorry, what was the guy's name again?
1: Robin Harris. Robin
0: Harris. It opens on live footage of Robin Harris in the most early ni- early 90s way possible.
1: It felt like the opening to Martin, like, okay, yep, like yep, the TV yep. show. Like I was waiting for Martin, Martin, <laughs> party over here.
0: It it really reminded me a lot of um, the backgrounds for the opening of Save by the Bell as well, like all like the scratchy, chalky stuff yeah, with like the that. horrible cutouts and green screen. Yeah, and so it's basically him going over the baby's kid's joke, which is like you said, it's him dating this woman and he shows up and she's got extra kids and whose kids are those? Bay baby's kids and apparently that's enough for uproarious laughter.
1: This felt like a Jeff Foxworthy like type of thing like you might be a redneck or like the whole Bill Engel like here's your sign. Yeah, here's yeah, yep. So th- that's what it was. And that takes So they they go back and forth because you have the the actual stand up and then there's animation in it of showing baby's kids of like the characters you're about to meet. Yeah, this
0: is like a character introductions or whatever.
1: Like there's Lashawn, then there's I forget the kid's name. There's Pee Wee as the little Pee
0: Wee as the baby, and I don't remember the name of the middle child.
1: Like, collude or I
0: was gonna say Jerome, but that's the name of her kid Leon, Leon, her kid. kid. Okay,
1: like, uh, uh, collude. That
0: sounds about right. I feel incredibly racist trying to pick out just these names (laughs) that I, I don't remember, but, um, I felt like that a lot during watching this
1: movie. <laughs> yeah, th- this movie makes you feel so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Uh, so for a genre, why don't we start there as well? Uh, it, this is like an animated black exploitation movie for children.
1: Right. So like Paramount was trying to compete with um, Disney, who just did Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Like, yep. Yeah. Because like, Beauty like, and the Beast came, was ninety one. This came out the same time as Beauty and the Beast. It was Beauty right. In, and, Beauty and the Beast was like. Uh, December of 91 yep. into like the first mm-hmm. half of 92. So, this is the
0: full swing of the Disney Renaissance.
1: Yeah, so that Paramount was trying to do that because I think that Universal had Don Bluth. Yes, Universal had Don Bluth. Yep. And Disney had Clement and Musker who were recreating the Disney Renaissance. Yep. So, Paramount wanted to get in on the game, but they also wanted to approve to more of a black community. So, this was also, I was telling you, this was at the end of, like, Robert Evans's reign. Yeah,
0: you said he um, didn't make it to see this film finished, correct? He
1: was fired at the end of, like, 89, 1990. Mm -hmm. And I think, but this got, like, greenlit in 88. So, I just picture him at, like, the stockholders meeting going, like... (laughs) We have some great movies down the line. We're going to do a sequel to Chinatown called The Two Jakes. And then what we have after that is a great movie for the little kitties. It's called Babe's Kids. It's a wonderful story based on the life of comedian Robin Harris. Like... (laughs) You know, like you do. This was one of the films... I think this was the film that got him fired. Oh,
0: because he like pitched this horrible, horrible well, he, idea. He was
1: he was like batting like a million for like a million because mm-hmm. he already tanked with the two Jakes or like he was about to tank with the two Jakes. Um, he he was hemorrhaging money left and right because he got fired. I'm trying to remember the kid stays in the picture in my head. He got kicked off of Godfather Part Two. Okay. Uh, he got busted for cocaine in the early 80s. So this was like... That
0: seems like something that would have happened to kind of everyone, though. So I'm a
1: little bit shocked. That but he was part it. of a sting. Like, he was, buying, oh, like okay. he was buying cocaine for, like, all of Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> so he was at the tippy-top of yeah, this pyramid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so this was one of the films that he was kind of responsible for getting.
0: Would this have been, like, a passion
1: project for him, would you no, say? Or
0: no? no, no. Okay.
1: This was, like, trying to reach a different demographic because Robert Evans was a Jewish producer known for making The Godfather in Chinatown. So, yeah. um, This was basically, I think, a favor. Because, like, Boys in the Hood just came out.
0: Oh, okay. So they were trying to, like, ride that wave and was kids around that time too or no, kids
1: was 93
0: or 94 93. so well, so kids was around that time then like there was this whole movement of that these types of films
1: oh yeah indie indie film uh sex lives and videotape already came out mm-hmm. and um uh what's slacker
0: oh yep 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 the so, link later yep
1: so making like more edgier films aimed at more of a juvenile audience mm-hmm. and that's what this felt like but I feel like Evans was trying to go into the middle ground with, like, we have... There's a cat here, just... Yeah, so. I, I
0: will apologize for that ahead of time. We're we're recording this time at my house and not Scott's, so if the audio quality is a little bit different, uh, it's a little echoey in it's this room... It's a free
1: podcast, guys. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> Next time we'll be at... Probably here. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, the movie starts with the showtime at the Apollo. It, I'm, it's really at the Apollo Theater. He did his his live special at the Apollo. And then it goes into the movie. Like, it animates into the movie. Mm -hmm. Well, it it
0: cuts from him to his animated character, which the first time we watched this, I didn't grasp that. Like, I didn't realize that they were trying to portray him in this. Right. But but apparently that's what they were doing.
1: That's exactly what they were doing. Like, so um, he, the real Robin Harris died. Yes, Be- before, before this was made, right? Before it even started going into like recording, like he was gonna play himself, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they got Phaze on Love, who, if you know who Phaze on Love is, he was an elf. He was the manager of uh, Gimbal's. or yep, and he was in a bunch of um, a Couples Retreat. He was on the TV show The Parenthood. Oh, okay. He he's a big you know he's a big bit character.
0: Yeah, a he's bit, a character bit, act- yep.
1: actor. And he does a pretty decent, like, Robin Harris impression.
0: Yeah, from the opening to what he was doing in the show, it, I mean, the movie. It, yeah, it. I could see why they would go with him. But um, so we then open. So we, we, we're now in the animation and we get the framing device, which is uh, Robin is going to a bar and he is telling the bar the blind bartender his who looks
1: exactly like ray charles yeah exactly he, he looks like Verbatim. ray charles like all i could think is she give money when i'm a needy
0: and so this blind he's he's telling this tale of woe to the blind bartender and we cut from there to a funeral
1: the funeral of what i was calling i have written down the funeral of cat williams <laughs> cuz the guy in the the frame like there's a picture of like a silhouetted man and, and the look on his face was just like pure ecstasy. just like, huh?
0: Hey. <laughs> and Robin's at this funeral and he looks over and he sees uh, this fine bitty. <laughs> and, because when I think of the places that I want to pick up women, it is, funeral's right there at the top. Doctor's office. Yeah. Um, a pumpkin patch. The usual, um, you know, and a funeral,
1: naturally. So, <laughs> So, uh I have I have written down here. <laughs> They're playing dominoes. Like so he he stalks her. He goes to stalk her.
0: Yeah, he he's he goes to to talk with his friends who are all out in the other in the kitchen playing dominoes at this funeral for money like you do and he's just like uh, lechering over her is that a word um he's being a lecher towards her just like staring at her following her every movement
1: he's looking at her butt like they they animate her butt so many times in this movie
0: how is this movie for children
1: it's just like how is
0: this movie for kids the the amount of like sexual innuendo the amount of like overt sexuality like that just like there was no need to animate him staring at her butt.
1: I have a confession.
0: What's your confession? I
1: grew up watching this movie. Like, did I re- it color
0: a lot of your t- actions and I, thoughts?
1: I didn't understand. I, like all of the jokes went over my head. I was just like, my my big kryptonite, and anyone who meets me can ask what? my fiance. My biggest kryptonite is a high top fade. <laughs> like I love the high top fade, and like on the cover, like jermica's son leon has like a high top fade i was like yeah let's let's rent this and my my parents didn't think anything of it because
0: so that's the only reason that you were initially drawn to this movie was the high top fade
1: well not just that the poster of them on the roller coaster and he looks like terrified because the dvd copy that i brought today Mm -hmm. is the same as the vhs
0: oh okay it's for the same cover
1: yes same everything so i was like (laughs) oh it's animated and my mom's like, oh, this could be harmless. My dad's like, yeah, sure. And it says PG on the back, but it's PG for the animated short. They didn't say the PG-13, which is in tiny... For the actual rating. Which is in tinier print. And I think they did that on purpose. So I'm watching this. My parents didn't, don't pay attention, and I love the film. <laughs> because it, it felt so grown up to me. I was like, oh, this is more... This is sophisticated. Oh, this is... is, Disney's not doing stuff like this. This is more adult. I don't need that singing teapot. And then I kept renting it and renting it. I rented it all the time to the point where Blockbuster... So, you know how Blockbuster works. They have, like, a million copies. Yeah, a
0: wall that's filled with stuff.
1: So, this was 92 when this came out on VHS. So, they have, like, a wall of League of Their Own, a wall of Death Becomes Her, and, like... A bunch of copies of Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. And they had one copy of Bebe's Kids.
0: That sounds about right.
1: <laughs> and I rented it so much that they said to my dad, they're like, uh, Mr. Curlin, we had to buy another copy of, of Bebe's Kids and two more because your son rents it all the time that people keep wondering what he's grabbing every single time. So, and
0: other people wanted to watch the movie, right? Out and, of curiosity. And, and they couldn't.
1: And also, I was running the tape down. <laughs> Oh, God.
0: So, but something you just said earlier um, is a, just a good metaphor for this movie in general. You said that the DVD box is exactly the same as the um, VHS box, which just screams volumes about how much this movie cut corners and just did not try in oh, yeah. any way, shape, or They're- form.
1: The animation now, watching it, is so—it's nothing like I remember. It's so it, jarring. It's—it's
0: it's jerky and horrible. And like you can obviously see, some scenes are better than the others. But there's a scene. So after. Um, Robin has successfully hit on what uh what's her name? J- Jamaica. Jamaica.
1: He keeps asking for what her name is
0: and she refuses to tell him.
1: But all he had to do was look at look at her license plate. It's on her license plate. It says JMKA, Jamaica.
0: Like well, Robin's not the smartest one in the in the bunch. We know that.
1: And uh, the way he gets in her car is so ridiculous. She uh so He's hitting on her like crazy, and... <laughs> yeah, so
0: so they, so so they go to the bus stop.
1: He's like, oh, you waiting for the bus?
0: Yeah, pretty lady, like, you shouldn't be getting on this bus. She, I
1: drove here myself.
0: Oh. Oh, then can I have a ride? Well, first he asks her if she needs a
1: ride. No, thank you.
0: I drove here.
1: Like, she says it like the woman in Forrest Gump, like... Like, excuse me, Ma'am, is that the number four bus? <laughs> no, it's the number six. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. She she's like, No. And <laughs> then he asks for a ride, <laughs> like what 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 was
0: your game plan here, buddy? Like you asked her if she needed a ride, you
1: didn't have a car. What if she said yes? Would he like break out a Schwinn bicycle <laughs> yeah. and make her ride on the handlebars?
0: Like, like do you need a ride? Oh, I'll I'll pay for your bus fare or something. Like, Jesus
1: <sighs> so then she takes him, but instead of dropping him off at home, she brings him to meet her kid.
0: Yeah, she picks up her kid on... Uh, I, I'm going to assume... I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe the kid was on the way. Maybe picking up the kid was, was just... And it didn't make sense for her to to circle around back.
1: Or maybe she's a praying mantis, and, and she's a man-eater. And this... That could be it, too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. But so she picks up the kid, and this is... Um, not Jamal. This is Leon. Leon.
1: Leon. And so he Leon... Looks, he looks like Carlton Banks.
0: Oh, hardcore. He's...
1: <laughs> he looks like a little Carlton... He's, he's
0: a little preppy. He's got the, the collared shirt, the... And um, in,
1: in the, the collared shirt is in his jammies. Yes, he, he's tucked it in. He's in jammies, and he's got a freaking pull-up <laughs> shirt on. Don't you sleep in polo shirts, Scott? Uh, Yeah. Thank you. That's what I thought. (laughs) No, I do the V-neck. I do the deep V. Oh, you do a
0: deep V when (laughs) you...
1: Because in my dreams, I always like to be styling. Uh, Naturally. So he gets in this kid's face. So first he's in her face, and then he's in the kid's face. And he's like, so what did you do tonight, little man? (laughs) I don't even know you. I don't even know you. Leon, what do we say? Oh, I'm sorry. We watched we
0: watched some videos.
1: <laughs> then he tells the kids to watch Dolomite.
0: <laughs> and, okay, and then we had to take a Dolomite break for the um, people in the bar who Robin is talking to, and they all sing the I don't know if it's the Dolomite theme song it, or something, but they 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 sing about Dolomite.
1: I know what it is.
0: What is it, Scott? <laughs> oh. Let let you let's put your black exploitation
1: knowledge to work. Like, down in the jungle. <laughs> I can't get to work with. How's it go? Down in the jungle. I'm sorry. I can't believe that dolomite is in a kids' movie. <laughs> it's a kids movie. He also says Shaft, and he says Super fly. <laughs> I can't
0: What look. were they thinking? Just what? How? In what world is this for kids?
1: I think I was the only kid who grew, growing up like liked black exploitation films. Because, like, growing up, every February, uh, (laughs) on my street, we were, like, the first family to have, like, HBO and Encore. And Encore would always show, for Black History Month, they would show, like, Coffee and and Foxy, uh, Foxy Brown, and (laughs) um, Dolomite, Superfly. And the one that got me hooked was uh, uh, Cotton Goes to Harlem. Okay. And my dad's like... Don't tell your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell your mom I showed
0: you. This. Uh, Scott's mom. Um Scott never watched those movies. So No, uh, she knows now. His, uh, she uh, knows now.
1: She's like I can't do anything now. He he's a film critic and, <laughs> and he he you know does a podcast. So it kind of helped. In theory. In theory. So growing up I watched this and he tells the kid to watch
0: Dolomite. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But so it's this car sequence that really made me notice just how bad the animation was cuz up to this point it was fine but while he's in the car he is like every it's only every fourth or fifth frame that's animated he is so jerky it's all keyframes it looks horrible
1: It looks like a Chuck Jones cartoon like like early mm-hmm. Looney Tunes like
0: Yeah But at least early Looney Tunes had like character these people there's no just consistency with, with how they act or look or this entire, are animated.
1: This entire movie, like halfway through, I, I said to you, this is a Looney Tunes movie. Like this, Yeah. Is, this is a hardcore, this was like Paramount going, Looney Tunes works. But we also need to, you know, go rap. <laughs> and the soundtrack is so weird. The soundtrack is like a rap song here. And then blues here, and then, and then
0: Motown, Motown, and they go to some R and B at one point, like
1: the it's... OJ's and the Four Tops are on the soundtrack. You know, like like you do. And oh, we didn't even get to Tone Locism. This oh yeah, that's right. We forgot.
0: Like the people who the people. Let's go over who. Oh well, because we haven't met them yet. That's why. Right. Right. So. Um, uh robin makes plans with uh, Jamaica. jamika well to, he wants
1: to take her he wants to take her to uh like
0: Do you say the globetrotters no no
1: dakota something
0: yeah um, it was some sort of show i thought it was a sporting event i might be wrong
1: i thought it was like a review like a maybe like a he wa- review he
0: wants to take her out on a date
1: yeah, because he wants to get some action.
0: Hey, yeah. Well, what? she's a fine lady. I don't see why not. Um, yeah, but
1: with, with that wig.
0: <laughs> she's definitely wearing a wig in that scene. Or if she's wearing a wig later in the movie, she, her, hair trial, her hairstyle changes.
1: Yeah, so like, she's like, if you want to get close to me, don't take me out where I have to get a babysitter. Like, <laughs> Her entire ploy is not to have to pay for a babysitter. <laughs> so so he, she's, she's like, take me to the fun world.
0: Yeah, she does specifically say take him to Fun World. And um, for those who don't know, Fun World is a, um, an awesome little place in Nashville, New Hampshire. And it's um, a three-story castle. And they have all all these old arcade games it's in it. It's an awesome
1: arcade. <laughs> like, I... Have
0: you actually been there? Oh, yeah. yeah Growing up all the time because
1: yeah. I love pinball. I'm yep. like addicted to pinball. And it was the only place that had the Adams Family yep. pinball machine. It yep. was my favorite thing. So Making good. Uncle Fester's face like, light up with the light bulb.
0: Yeah, it's so much twice. fun. Nice, nice. Um, that's what all I could think of every time they said we're going to Fun World is I'm like,
1: oh, and Man, I really I hope ex- the go karts are working
0: this week. <laughs> they shut those down <laughs> at this point. Um, but I got really excited, and it made me like wish that they were. Act- I was going there, but then I wasn't. But um, it's definitely supposed to be like a Disney World analogy.
1: Yeah, it's clearly like Universal and mm-hmm. like Disney,
0: all those standard type places. So. Um, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robin shows up. I don't know if it was the next day, but he shows up at some point to pick her up for their date, and um, he sees that there are three extra kids there, and these are the titular. Baby's kids.
1: They say baby's kids so many times in this movie. In case
0: you forgot what movie you're watching, they, you need to roll credits on Am this. Am I like watching Boys time. in the Hood?
1: Nope. Oh, these are baby's kids. Oh, okay. I oh,
0: forgot. Th- thank you. Thank you. Um, I, is this. Uh, I don't know. I'm bad at this joke right now. I'm going to say something and then you just say what it is. What are these kids? Scott? Yeah, they're baby's kids. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but that fell flat. I'm sorry.
1: So I go to pick her up the next day. She got three more kids with her. What's this? What's this? These are children. Oh wait, you said you have a kid. These are Bebe's kids. <laughs> I sorry. So, so you meet Lashawn, who's Bebe's daughter. Mm-hmm. Then there's Pee Wee. Oh, Pee Wee's last. Yep. Uh, then okay, so I didn't call the oldest son. Uh, uh, if there's a reason
0: why we don't remember his name, because
1: I I found out who it was. It was Roger from. Sister Sister and every time he came on screen I would just go go home Roger. <laughs> <laughs> and he even sounds like Roger. Like even
0: though this he, this had to have been Sister Sister would have been late 90s so he was sister, like Sister Sister was in 93
1: so Seriously? He wow, was he, really young when when Sister Sister started. He was wow. really tiny.
0: I thought he was old, older. Wow, my memory wow. of that has uh Sister totally Sister was off. on
1: for so long that he grew up like like, Fred Savage on The Wonder Years, like... Or Ben Savage on Boy Meets <laughs> World. Like, any of the one Savages. One of the
0: Savages, exactly.
1: Or that Savage who was in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Or
0: Fred Savage and Ben Savage in Little Monsters. One oh, of those.
1: I love Little Monsters. We gotta do Little Monsters. Little Monsters is a good one. Yeah, that's a great Halloween. one. Halloween. Definitely Halloween. Oh, perfect. Yeah.
0: Look forward to that.
1: Yeah. So... <laughs> he meets Bebe's kids, and he's freaking out, like... The whole crux of the movie is supposed to be that Robin hates kids, but he likes Leon. Like, he's a pretty decent father figure to Leon. You- yeah, it actually, I,
0: that was something that I took away from this, and I was actually impressed, was the relationship that he forms. Oh my god, I'm talking about relationships and character arcs in Bebe's kids. <laughs> but the relationship that he forms with um, Leon is actually really sweet, and it's... Uh, legitimately good advice until he starts talking about um, punching kids out and slapping the black off of you.
1: Oh, that's uh, a line in the movies. Yeah. He says, I'm going to slap the black off you and make you wetter than Michael <laughs> Jackson.
0: Uh, the name that um, Marcus Houston, who is Roger, uh, the name of the kid is Khalil.
1: Khalil. Who has called you? Oh, that's that creepy PBS cartoon show. Yes. Okay. Khalil. Khalil. We'll get this. We'll get it eventually.
0: Yeah, eventually.
1: So, the whole time, he's the scene of meeting BB's be- kids. <laughs> that would be the white version. BB knew where the kids. <laughs> So when he it takes like three minutes for him to actually meet the kids, like
0: yeah, because they go over like every each one of the kids gets their own little introduction. And oh, but are you talking about like from the time that he shows up or starts driving? From yeah, I, my favorite part of the him going to pick them up is when he stops to pick his nose in the rearview mirror because that was essential. An
1: animator did that. Yeah,
0: like someone was paid to they, animate they this guy so
1: many times in the movie. Like at the funeral, he goes to eat a cracker. And there's a roach on it. And
0: he ends up eating a cockroach and yeah. spitting it out. But
1: and then they do the same joke uh, at the snack bar with the spider. Mm.
0: Yep. Yeah. So that, it's things like that that makes me feel like it's trying to emulate a Looney Tunes style stuff where you're having these like sight gags that aren't relating to the plot, but they're just there to be gross out humor, which is not Looney Tunes. But... but
1: what I don't understand is if they could take that time to animate that stuff, why can't they just animate a few more like through frames. I'm
0: going to go with because the movie was only 73 minutes long and they needed to pad it and so with things like that you're getting your padding. This
1: movie was so short that they had to tack on a short at the beginning of the movie to even get it into movie theaters. Which is
0: uh, just speaks volumes to the amount that they didn't care. Yeah, they like, didn't
1: care at all. So, um so I have written
0: down here that um uh, who uh, who is she's babysitting Bebe's kids, she is the worst babysitter ever because um, Lil Pee Wee, he constantly has a full load in his diapers. <laughs> like, there are flies. flies swarming around it to the point where they're like flying and annoying uh, Robin. Like, they're everywhere and they're in multiple scenes in this movie. All they movie.
1: had to do was take that kid to a changing station. Yeah. Like, are they saying that Bebe is so poor that she can't afford diapers?
0: I well, I one hundred percent believe that's what they're saying, but it still doesn't reflect well on uh, on Jamika when she's not even taking care of these kids at all. Because l- later on in the film, uh, when they start to eat um, and the kids are ravenous, so they're just wolfing down hamburgers, and Jamika says something along the lines of, "Oh, Bebe keeps no food in her fridge. Bebe it-
1: keeps nothing in her fridge except." baking soda is what she says
0: so so there's that but if you're if you're babysitting these kids don't you feel like you would have some sort of like responsibility to i don't know give them like sustenance you need to keep them alive cereal or something
1: like this is 1992 like a bag of popcorn is like four cents like yeah
0: they were yeah it's like five, nowadays it's like five bucks for like a whole thing of like 24 bags of popcorn. It would have been like a nickel back then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a whole straw penny. I have written in my notes that mm-hmm. Robin the whole time, I was like, why, why does this seem so familiar? He's, he's so Rodney Dangerfield.
0: He's, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: he's, he's like, oh, I get no respect.
0: He looks like, oh, what's... There was, what's the animated version of Rodney Dangerfield that does that? Rover
1: Dangerfield. Rover Dangerfield. Oh,
0: yeah. That's exactly what he looks, he he acted like.
1: Well, same company. Uh, Paramount did both films. Oh, well, that explains a lot of it then. Yeah, I mean, we need to think about doing Rover Dangerfield.
0: Have you ever seen it? Uh, No, I have not, but I know what you're talking about. It's
1: so ridiculous. It's crazy. I I hate it, but it's so funny (laughs) because it's a dog. So the whole premise of that is he's a dog for a showgirl in Las Vegas. Okay, and he ends up on a farm, and falls in love with uh,
0: like a herding dog or something like that. A herding dog. And sings a song called "I'll Never didn't...
1: Do It on a Christmas Tree" about peeing on trees.
0: Okay, um, so back to Baybase. Kids. Baybase kids. We should also do Rock a Doodle. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, Baybase kids. So they then go to the park, where they encounter. My favorite one-off character in this movie, and the reason I like it is because it's just so absurd.
1: Oh, the Ranger Rick. Tip? The rain.
0: The, there's a a security guard who guards the parking lot and is racially profiling he these people. He takes his
1: job so seriously to the point where it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. It was. The, it was absolutely ridiculous. Like, what? <laughs> Why? Like, it felt like he was just gonna start slapping robin around
0: it did he like pulls him out of the car it's like i'm getting like really nervous vibes with all the like the stuff that's been happening recently in with um race relations and the police i got very uncomfortable <laughs> and it was just what like why would you why would you do this this is supposed to be a joke they're they're more or less making a, a joke of like police brutality when when were
1: the la riots Oh, it was around this time.
0: Right? Like, this is like not a
1: joking matter. I, I think it was... Yeah, Ronnie King was right around this yeah. time.
0: Yeah, that's what I was talking about.
1: So, that had to be a commentary on that. Like,
0: I would assume, but they were playing it for laughs, which I guess is, like, a, a good way to do it, but, I mean, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the old Mr. Show joke? Like, to make a, any situation a romantic comedy, put, like, blues travel around <laughs> <laughs> So um, they get to the actual park, and the handicap prices are forty five dollars, and the regular admission prices are twenty five bucks.
0: Yeah, it was like twenty five, twenty five. Kids are kids it, are thirty five. Kids, kids are thirty five, and um, the handicap were forty five.
1: Yeah,
0: and although and, side note, I wish it was still only about two hundred dollars for six people to go into a theme park like that because right. it's now a hundred bucks a day at yeah, Disney or more than that.
1: The, what what was crazy is they clearly don't want kids at this amusement park. Um, oh, yeah. Khalil goes to drink from the water fountain, and the he gets interrogated by three security guards. They look like the CIA. And they also look like Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, and, and Reagan. Reagan. Like...
0: <laughs> the only one they're missing is Nixon, and that's seating for, for later.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Nixon and Lincoln show up. If you were wondering, they do. They show up. <laughs> um... But this was also a
0: sequence that just showed the amount of padding that they clearly did for this movie because in order to get into the park after Robin pays the money, um, which is about 200 bucks, which he's digging through all of his pockets to get all the change, and Bebe only gave $20 for Bebe's kids to get into the park. He
1: pulls out his pockets and goes through his socks and shoes. Yeah, because...
0: He does that twice in the movie. Yeah, he does. At the very end, he does it again. Um, How much money does this man have just in him... uh, on, ca- um, on him in cash. Because he's but,
1: not supposed to be a comedian in this. He's,
0: he works some job. but He, then it's, he has
1: a job, but he, he's, clearly, a he's clearly supposed to be like a player. That <laughs> like,
0: is more or less his job. But um, So like, the padding in this point, though, is when they're trying to get in, and the woman's reading over the rules, she, for like two minutes, she's just talking. And it's just reaction shots of, of the family. Yeah, because she's
1: it's, throwing stuff at him, like a yep. basketball and like a headband.
0: Yep, and then the no swimming, no running, no diving, no having fun, no blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, what does
1: this have to do with the movie? Like, is it supposed to be a a joke? or? I think it's supposed to be, like, back in the 90s when you went to Disney World or Disneyland. They, like, had Disney bucks and they would throw that at you and you could get a meal voucher and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. And I don't like remember they, that. Well, my parents did that for me and my sister. They had, like, a snack, mm-hmm. like, pack for, for kids, like... Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the Dole Whips. The Dole Whips, yeah. And then, like, for meals, because kids don't like food that they would have at, like, the Polynesian show, which yep. they would have, like, a suckling pig. Yeah, kids love that. Yeah, obviously. No, it would be, like, peanut butter and jelly, or you could have mac and cheese or chicken fingers. Oh. So that's what that was playing on.
0: Okay. But it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. Like, it was just...
1: Like, the jokes aren't funny. The sight gags are actually pretty funny.
0: Some of them are, yeah. Some of
1: them are, but... But the joke's leading up to that. And then there's a rap song.
0: That's what my next thing is. So now we get into the gift shop, and there's a whole rap number about... we. Uh, no, it's, it's him rap. It's Robin rapping. Who's Those aren't my kids. I don't need to pay attention to them type of deal.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but this whole scene starts out because they're being mean to LaShawn, which... Should we unveil the actress who plays LaShawn, which she's doing now?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, he, she's
1: doing porn. <laughs>
0: Like all good voice child actors Cause, from the 90s.
1: Because I was looking up what uh, uh, Khalil did, and that turned out to be Marcus Houston mm-hmm. from Sister Sister. And did we talk about um, Lil Pee Wee? It's voiced by Tone Loke. It's Tone Loke. Yeah. So we all know what he did. He did Fern Gully. He did Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, mm-hmm. uh, Surf Ninjas.
0: Oh, uh, classic!
1: I feel like we're just saying like movies that should be on this podcast now. If we're
0: gonna do surf ninjas, we need to do three ninjas specifically. Oh. Kickback.
1: Yeah, I love <laughs> Kickback. Uh, three ninjas knuckle up when they take on like a big oil company. Oh,
0: I remember that. And there was one where they go to uh, amusement park and they fight Hulk Hogan.
1: That yeah, that's High Noon and Mega Mountain. So when I was researching where everyone. Is now, uh, well, Nell Carter's dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true, not true. So that was easy, but uh, I was like, well, the little girl who played LeSean, what's she doing now? And all it said was, like, all the all these titles as herself. I'm like, is she doing, like, you know, reality television? And then I looked at what the titles were. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I, can't, I can't, can't say, say any podcast? of them on this podcast.
0: There was lots of numbers. There were there was many in series. Like there was like number six and number like nine. I was like, wow, these must be best and
1: Furious movies. (laughs) There's a lot of them.
0: Did you know Louis Anderson did a voice in this? Louis Anderson, like (laughs) yeah, Louis Anderson.
1: (laughs) I'm Louis Anderson. Exactly.
0: He did. He was one of the security guards.
1: You mean Emmy award winning actor Louis Anderson from the TV show Baskets?
0: Yes, and I mean, Louie Anderson from the show, Louie, Life with Louie, Life with Louie. Which
1: was Paramount. Like, oh my it, God, that explains so the much. The, the, the
0: animation style is identical. That's it, a really good it point. Was
1: at, it was at the same time, too. Did they
0: do Bobby's World as well? I feel was, like they, they did. did. Like, yes, Paramount did. You could see the similarities in, in the style of, well, of these.
1: I feel like this was supposed to be a pilot
0: it felt like it it felt like, like they were introducing the characters and like this i could see this being a bad saturday morning cartoon
1: this was supposed to be like a tv pilot for like robin harris and then he died so nothing really ever happened from it and we got this movie that's what happened because <laughs> you,
0: you say that like it was a gift or something <laughs> no
1: i'm dead here you go you're welcome thank Deal you very it. much uh, so, um, in the actual park, LaShawn gets a slingshot up her butt. Like they shoot a BB in a slingshot mm-hmm. up her butt
0: during this. How uh, is this
1: only PG thirteen? <laughs> like?
0: That was during the uh, the gift shop riots, as we.
1: And that that's where it becomes really apparent that this is Looney Tunes because yep. LaShawn puts on the Native American headdress, does the the hand to the mouth and swings with a freaking bow and arrow.
0: Yeah, this is it's very similar like it's it's one of those styles where like you have a static shot and there's people like running from left to right like doing wacky things on each pass type All of deal. All you
1: needed was like and <laughs> Exactly.
0: <laughs> but Robin is putting up with a lot just to get some. Yeah, like, like yeah,
1: I have that note in here. I'm like, oh man, the things we do for Nookie. <laughs> like, It's
0: Because he has to go in and break this up because they put the store on lockdown, and so
1: he breaks through the roof.
0: Yep, yep. He's like, trying to go through a vent shaft, but he's too big, and he uh, literally breaks through the thatch like roof. Chris
1: Farley style. <laughs> like it, it's like such a Tommy Boy move, which is another Paramount film. Hey. Like, I feel like that was Paramount's, like, no, like, well, in this Chris Farley script we have that he falls through a roof, can we put that in here? Like, that's that's what yeah. it felt like.
0: We don't have to pay for it, it's our own joke, type of deal, <laughs> I don't know.
1: So, in in the scene, it ends with, where's Pee-wee? Where is Pee-wee? Dwight? I... I, I... Did go? I don't remember. He's in the China shop. Oh, that's right. This is the second
0: part of the sequence. Pee-wee is like a bull in a China shop. And we get another, this is like super Looney Tunes. He's he's stacked up at least 30 to 40 glasses and plates, and he is up on the top of this precarious.
1: And he's a handicapped t- old woman underneath all of it. <laughs> yep.
0: So you have your sense of danger. And uh, Robin runs in and he does the thing where he catches each individual piece as it's falling down. On
1: his knee on his foot, on his yep.
0: hand. And he, then he's putting them away while they're while it's all falling, and it's
1: one uh, in midair just crashes to the ground. He looks shocked and runs away. Runs away like a
0: responsible adult. Where's he
1: going to go? I, they're in an amusement park. They can find them.
0: And as he was leaving the other gift shop, the woman was like, uh, "Sir, there's all these broken things here. Uh, you need to pay for them." And he's just like, "All right, bye." <laughs>
1: like. It feels like this amusement park is like a TARDIS. Like, it's so big, but it's so small looking.
0: Yeah, there's no sense of, um... I I guess I really can't super fault the movie for this, but there's no sense of just place or, like, scale. Like, you don't know where you are in relation to other things. You're just at a location that is a poorly drawn background, which half the time is just a blank color.
1: It looks so much like... like Either puff paint or like chalk yep. paint. Yeah, like, it looks
0: like chalk. I, I agree with the chalk. Like it was very like weirdly but it's stylized,
1: so splotchy. Like when you do puff paint. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying.
1: So it feels like a chalk outline, yeah. and then they like just <laughs> <laughs> like so, they just took the paint and they just, just unleashed finger the painted
0: it there. Yeah. So then we get the um, I'll beat the black off you line, which I have written here because that. Yep.
1: Where did Pee Wee go? I say jet. Oh, you ain't gonna talk, huh? come, come here, little... If you don't tell me where your little brother is, I'm gonna beat the black off here and you're gonna look lighter than Michael Jackson. Where is he? Where is he? I can't believe that was in a children's movie. It's just,
0: the, so- the amount of dams and asses and like those types of like minor cuss words that they were saying is just...
1: They say I- Players Magazine and Jet Magazine at least 20 times. The line is, uh, like, on the cover of Players Magazine, 1973, Pam Greer Coffee, Foxy Brown. That's a line in this movie. Someone got paid, I don't want to say thousands of dollars. I say it was probably tens of dollars. <laughs> someone got paid fifties of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and I just have one liner central. Like It feels like every time Robin says something... It's like a one-liner from his stand-up. Oh yeah, but it's not from his stand-up because I've listened to his stand-up. He only have one album, and most of it is just saying "Bebe's kids," <laughs> like, which is
0: ba- basically this movie. Because, like we said earlier, the amount of times they say "Bebe's kids," it's like half the script.
1: And then we, then we get to the rides, which he.
0: Uh, before we get to the rides, we meet we meet the uh, antagonist of our of our. Um, I thought that was movie. after. I have I, this I written down. Th- they're I, on
1: the rides, and then he gets the food.
0: The the order that I have things written down is, oh ex girlfriend wife wants her alimony, and then I say fun roller coasters. Oh
1: okay, all right. Let's. Talk. It's Dorothea. <laughs> I have no idea who plays her, but Vivian's played by Nell Ma- Carter. Myra Jay is the Myra name Jay. of Myra person. Oh, I and, thought that was Jamika. Jamika. Hmm, who plays Jamika?
0: Jamaica is uh, Vanessa Bell Conway. Okay. Callaway.
1: That name sounds so familiar. Uh, was she in Boogie Nights?
0: I can actually click on her name. She is a dancer. She's best known for um, Princess uh, Izzy in Coming to America.
1: Oh, that's how I know it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Bark for me. Yep,
0: that <laughs> one. that one. Yep.
1: So, uh, yeah. Dorothea is... Th- they look like Lucy in that little like Dor- Dorothy and Vivian look yeah. like Lucy and Ethel. She has the red hair, Vivian has the blonde hair. And every single one of Vivian Nell Carter's lines is he still loves you.
0: Yeah.
1: You know he still loves
0: you. Or it's about food cuz she's fat and that's a funny joke. Ha oh, ha, 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 ha ha.
1: Yeah, fat people <laughs> like food. Maybe she has a thyroid condition. <laughs> I would I would mediumly agree with you. I would
0: mediumly agree with you, except for the uh, we'll get to the love boat scene when she has um, just like whole chickens (laughs) and and cakes and stuff like that in there.
1: When you first meet her, she does like the food tornado where she just goes and she sucks up a thing of cotton candy. Oh, it's so gross! Like the detail on her and Dorothea is so gross. Oh, it's disgusting
0: in all like. Yeah, you're right. They're detailed in all the wrong ways and places.
1: Yeah, like, uh, Dorothea has, like, she's supposed to be skinny, but she's got a gut.
0: Yeah, she's wearing, like, a belly shirt and, like, uh, short shorts, and, like, her gut is hanging over her... her Out of this
1: bippy pants. top, like...
0: Yeah. Uh, here's my question, is what are these two clearly grown ladies doing alone at a theme park?
1: I always wondered that growing up.
0: Like, like it, it makes no sense as to why they would be there.
1: Unless they're, like, stalking... Robin which you
0: know, that, that, that could be it but, but they weren't introduced prior to the park like I feel like if they were in a good movie they would have been introduced at the before. funeral yeah exactly they should be at the, they, funeral, they be at the he, funeral he'd be
1: hiding in the kitchen from them from them
0: yep no, that makes perfect sense. And then he would meet this other girl. They would be jealous about him.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. it, Dwight. I'm going to hop in my time machine. I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to write a good Baby's Kids. We'll just kids. make
0: Baby's Kids too, and it'll be the same movie. It'll be like Evil Dead 2. It'll be the same movie um, but with a slightly different plot. And Bruce be Campbell better.
1: as Robin. I, he'll do it. I know he would. <laughs> Groovy, baby. I'll knock the black right off of you. <laughs> I can't. I still... How some of these lines... They're, all the lines are about either running from the police, being black, or getting slapped around, or slapping... Robin tells Leon to take a brick and bash Khalil's face in.
0: Good advice, I think, personally. Um, it, when he picks up the brick, too, he, like, crushes it in his bare hand. Is this kid the Hulk?
1: No, it's supposed to be like it's a play brick. Oh. It's supposed to be a toy. And... I thought
0: it was a bad conveyance.
1: So they go on all these rides, and the rides, some of them look awesome. That roller coaster looks. I would awesome.
0: love to go on that roller coaster. It,
1: it it goes up, down. You have to jump over. <laughs> There's a gap. Yep. And then it it goes like sharp right turns. Like that's more scary to me than than then
0: like a loop or a drop or something like that. Yeah, happen- yeah, because <laughs> you'll just get flying, go <laughs> flying off the uh, the edge.
1: And uh, my favorite one. So they do the parachute drop where they they die like
0: yeah that is the most Looney Tune shot to me it feels like something out of a Roadrunner cartoon Wile E Coyote because like they go up it's basically like one of those like um, drop rides so they go all the way up and the thing is the 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 hook is you can pull your own parachute as you're dropping in this hot air balloon and it'll parachute you out and you'll you'll stop but. Oh no! Little Pee Wee's broken the uh, the parachute release,
1: and so you mean this cord right here?
0: Nailed it! And so they slam into the ground in a wily e. coyote puff of smoke, and then the parachute pff, goes off. That's the most Looney Tunes timing. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> it's the most Looney Tunes timing in this entire movie, and it was eh, fine.
1: Was it just me, or every time Tom looked? I, I know I, I write the movie by every time Tom looked, I, <laughs> I went. Funky Komodia. <laughs> I also had in my head, wow, thing. <laughs> and whatever the song in Fern Gully was.
0: I don't remember. Who did he play in Fern Gully? He's
1: that giant iguana who was trying to eat them. Uh, I remember the one that, that Batty shocks with his.
0: All I remember from that is Tim Curry is the uh, smog thing. Yeah. Right?
1: I also remember uh, Avatar.
0: Oh, yeah yes. <laughs> no. It is Avatar. Good uh,
1: <laughs> I think my favorite ride, getting back to this, yep. is when they go into the rocket ship and he comes out and his head is like imploded. Yeah, because the kids get hurt too. Oh, jeez, I sound like a monster for saying that. But like every single time, he he's the only one who gets hurt, and it's like, oh, this poor guy. But then the kids get hurt too. And I'm like, oh, I get it. It's supposed to be funny now.
0: Womp womp womp.
1: And then the kids go in a Turkish twist.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. It was more of like a roundup, but yeah. yeah it was I'm, I'm nitpicking over rides uh, and then um leon nope sorry yeah, yeah leon. leon 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 pukes over everyone
1: who played leon
0: uh leon was wayne collins junior oh. i can't click on his name so i don't know if he was anyone that
1: uh, he that means he wasn't yep because i was like oh god i hope it turns out to be someone famous like dule hill or, <laughs> or, or like louis
0: anderson <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mr. Harris, will you be my father? <laughs> I
0: like him.
1: <laughs> Why doesn't anyone love me?
0: Show me who's my daddy.
1: <laughs> that was when he was—he was doing the feud at this point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so he Leon pukes everywhere. And this is where Robin actually becomes like a decent This
0: was this was good. This was probably my favorite scene in the movie because it was the actual like there was an actual message behind it.
1: I actually like the scene at the end of the movie when
0: That message is don't be poor though. Like <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Still climbing that mountain. So <laughs> Like it's not a good message is what I'm trying to say (laughs) This one is a good message The other one is like yeah anyways
1: So he He washes off Leon and he's like Oh why aren't babys kids nice to me And he's like listen I don't like them either But you need to show them How to respect you
0: Leon come here Now I know you don't like baby's kids I don't like them kids either But you all don't have to Like each
1: other But they do have to respect you. Now, that's something I can't make them do, Leon. You have to do it for yourself. And that's... I
0: I can't make them respect you. You gotta make them respect you. Which is like a fair thing. And then
1: he tells them to commit murder. (laughs) (laughs) He's, (laughs) He's like, then take a brick and bash him in the face. I don't, think, I, mean, I don't think he's that explicit about it. No, he's, he says take a break. <laughs> yeah, I don't he, that. that's it. Yeah. Oh,
0: and yeah. one other thing if you get into a fight, don't fight fair, get a brick and knock the
1: hell out of them kids. Robin, I heard you. Because then Jamaica's like, I heard that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. because wouldn't she be more like, okay, we're going home, get the hell away from my child? You're a monster. Everyone's so accepting of just casual violence in this um, universe. They're just children. They don't feel emotions. Who cares? This isn't going to come back to bite you in the ass
0: later. but the whole reason that um leon is going away from all from robin and um Jamaica is because robin and Jamika are going on the tunnel of love
1: that scene is so
0: creepy it's it's a it's a song sequence where um robin and Jamika are being followed by the ex-wife and then it goes into a like line drawing
1: it's like a chalk drawing yeah
0: with but no, nothing's colored in it's all outlines and stuff which is really cheap for animation
1: i don't even remember the song the lines of the song but they could be doing it in the tunnel of love.
0: <laughs> Blasting with my fingers <laughs> 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 I think that was the implied message. If you want to cut that out, I totally understand. No,
1: I understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, like that scene is just so gross because it means that he's going into the tunnel of love to get some action. And in a ex- theme
0: park, while her kid is just... Well, he pulls out a bra. Oh, from the water, yeah. yeah
1: his hand's in the water, he pulls out a bra and she's like, Come here, Robin. That got me good. Yeah. And his ex-wife is watching the whole time. Like... There's, there's so many metaphors in that scene. Like they, they, they draw Jamaica so like scantily. Yeah. There's, there's so many visible lines. Like there's a visible
0: butt shot. Yeah. That was, that was like the second point where I was like, how is this animation supposed to be for children? Because like, like they draw like the cheeks. Like the contours of the cheeks, like her pants must have been vacuum sealed on her butt to get <laughs> that far in there. It was insane. She clearly wasn't wearing underwear. Like uh, there would have been lines.
1: She must there, be like a superhero. Like it's a superhero costume. I
0: assume uh, that's the only thing that it could possibly have been.
1: And the the okay, so he's wearing a dunce cap. The dunce. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they, they do like
0: a, a a teaching thing in this, yeah, in this like, song. Yeah.
1: He's in a dunce cap in the corner, and like it falls into his crotch. Oh, we get it.
0: Hey-oh. and then yeah. it gets stepped on by his ex-wife, oh. which I believe is also a metaphor
1: <laughs> for alimony payments. Ew. And uh, in in this scene, so what I don't understand is it happening. Is all of this happening? Is this part of the ride? You go into a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Because her boat breaks and like she ends up soaking wet, like, Dorothea and Vivian. Yeah. Like they're trying to stop everything from happening. How does he not know that his ex-wife
0: is right there behind them? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> creative liberties. I don't know. Metaphor. <laughs> uh, Bad movie.
1: <laughs> I can't get blasted with my fingers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what was happening. That's all I'm going to say
1: it's so gross. Like he's so touchy with her. Her kids right there. Yeah, her, like he... the whole time. And like I'm if they could have drawn him holding her butt, they probably would have. Oh yeah. Like this is a kids movie. This is a movie for children.
0: Right before the song starts, he does the whole like, "Oh, I'm going to put my arm around you." And then he walks his fingers down her her arm. <laughs> And then his hand disappears, and we go into the song. I'm just saying.
1: It's so, it's supposed to be for children. Yeah, this, this is a children's movie, like, PG-13. <laughs> I, I'm talking to all of you. <laughs> I, I wish that the director, like, I would love to find out if the director, who directed this, by the way? Uh,
0: the director was. Because I would love
1: for him to be like, they're drawing all this stuff, and he's trying to like change the script. And He's like, This movie's supposed to be for children, guys. Like, the director has oh. no control of the movie. And he's like,
0: Bruce, uh, Bruce W. Smith, he also um, created the Proud Family on the Disney Channel. I don't know if you remember that.
1: Yeah, that's what this felt like. Like,
0: I can see that 100% now, actually. I feel like
1: he was trying to make a film like the Proud Family, and like Paramount and the screenwriters were like, Well, we need to honor the spirit of Robin Harris, and he's like, Robin Harris. Robin Harris was a dirty old man. <laughs> Why are we honoring him? This film is just so weird. Just a bit. Like yeah. And then the kids are off by themselves. Yeah.
0: So so yeah. So cut to the kids. What have the kids been up to?
1: Um, Leon is getting picked on by Khalil and Lashawn and Pee Wee. And Pee Wee and Khalil push him into Lashawn, and they make out.
0: That... And, 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 and the way that um, Pee Wee and and uh, Lashawn or Khalil um, respond to this is, is like, oh, we got you, good kid. And it's like, dude, that's you your just, sister. Yeah, you just forced your sister onto another onto a, onto a person. Are you supposed to like protect her and like?
1: Yeah, you're know, supposed to protect the. Even though this kid looks like Carlton Banks, and he's wearing a, a sheriff shirt, and he's got, like, the shortest short shorts that I've ever seen in a cartoon, like, they want this kid to get, like, a whooping. Oh, card Like, this kid is going to go to school. If he could have one of those old, like, Victorian, like, little boy wigs with the curls and the <laughs> giant lollipop, they probably would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the Mr. Burns as a little. Bit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. so, Let's <laughs> watch that clip today.
0: Um, so the kids are then harassed by security, who then so this is the same three CIA guards as before. They're not CIA, obviously. They're they're park security. They kidnap them and they tie them onto a ride, like a train ride.
1: Oh yeah, they they press their foot into their chest and pull on the the seatbelt like. That would kill them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, what is your plan for this? Like, that was what I was thinking while I was watching this. What's the end game? So they get on the ride and they go around the ride. They understand rides and. Exactly. Like, like this is what? A three to four, four minute solution at the most? What are you trying to accomplish with that? Unless this is supposed to be some sort of like. Thing that they're because there's all these other kids on the ride with them, so unless they're like shipping all the kids off to somewhere, these
1: kids on the ride with them are the whitest white kids <laughs> who ever whited. One of the kids' names is Winthrop, <laughs> yeah, which is a name that hasn't been around
0: since like the 1800s. That
1: kid should have the giant lollipop in the curls, yes,
0: 100%. Like,
1: they're like, Oh, we're not gonna call you Winthrop, we're gonna call you Opie. Yeah. So they're
0: on this ride, and it just stops like. In it's front of like a gi- uh, toy store. Yeah, it stops in front of like a gift shop, which isn't a real gift shop, I assume. It's just a part it, of the ride. It's
1: supposed to be like a, it's a small world. Like, yeah. This is like, fun world's great. You're all dumb. Yeah, it, we it, love fun. It, world. it was like it's going
0: to, to hell. It was like trying to brainwash them which, okay, I guess that's a, it, it didn't read like that right away, but I guess that's kind of clever if they're trying to make it like fun. It's a small world is like a brainwashing type of thing. But I think that's giving this movie way too much credit to to try to say that it was having some sort of like a metaphor like that. That's not a sexual reference. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. All the metaphors in this movie are either (laughs) being a deadbeat because he is like 40 weeks behind an alimony. Oh, yeah. Or being a perv. uh, Like you do. Tunnel of love all over again. Or... Beating up children.
0: Yeah, you know, like you do.
1: Like, oh. So. Ay, ay, ay. It,
0: it So to get off the train, um, Khalil then takes out his switchblade and it, cuts.
1: It's a Swiss Army knife. Swiss Army knife. I, I thought it looked like a switchblade. Okay. It, it had other compartments. I
0: didn't see that. Okay.
1: So are we to believe that Khalil is a Boy Scout? <laughs> even better he's a member of the
0: swiss national guard uh one of those two things is is true i assume so um he then cuts out every he cuts out his uh his brother and sister and uh leon and they go raid the toy store
1: now if this was like being real they would have left leon there they would oh
0: hands down they, they have no reason to want him to they come hate with them.
1: him their only joke is like my sister likes you she thinks you're cute she can't wait for you to be a grown-ass man
0: they he says, says that, right? that. But we all know what that's for. hey
1: Tunnel of oh. love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um Kilden makes a mistake. Uh, in front of the toy store, there is a robot guard. He, that is, uh, and he, and you, he, you say. Okay, so, oh, so there's God. a giant toy soldier that comes out and is like, Halt, you cannot enter here and the natural response for this child is to punch it so hard it explodes.
1: Yeah, I think he says like we don't listen to you, we baby's kids.
0: Yeah, obviously cuz that's the that's a reasoning for doing anything is we baby's kids. Uh, like the the amount of loyalty that these kids have to this brand name that they are uh, that they are baby's kids is astounding to me.
1: And and they they hint at it but Bebe is like turning tricks, like Yeah,
0: she is a very absent mother.
1: Like she, she's either a prostitute or or a drug addict yeah. or, or something really bad that makes Jamika go, Well if your life is like Bebe's, wouldn't you want someone to help you out? So because I don't she's know. She's not like working at a restaurant or a grocery definitely store. Definitely not,
0: definitely not. Because if she was, she would have food in her fridge and she wouldn't be spending it all on herself, I assume. Um so the amount of pride that they have in beating Bebe's kids does not correlate with what we have seen of their home life.
1: No, their home life is terrible.
0: Yes. and I feel bad for them, but.
1: So they're in this toy store. Mm-hmm. Um, Khalil. So LaShawn takes these Barbie dolls. Khalil finds uh, a bunch of Betsy Wetsys yep. and sprays the guards with them.
0: Like green and, urine comes out of these yeah, things. It, it looks
1: like ecto cooler.
0: Yeah. Um, I wish,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and then um, they all run with the whitest kids with the little rascals I have written down, <laughs> and they're like, "Wow, guys, who are you?" We's babies, kids. Then they go into the babies, kids rap. <laughs> oh, uh, before that, the kids go babies, kids. Like the way they say, it, like they look at the kids. And they smile. They smile like this, like, like land the damned smile. <laughs> and it's so weird. And then uh, Pee-wee goes, yeah, we don't die. We... Uh, uh, craps his pants. <laughs> Multiply. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: And then we go into the baby's kids rap from there.
1: Yeah. Like, my name's LaShawn. I'm Khalil. Something, something, I'm going to steal. Something good, like that. Good,
0: good, good, moral and ethical. Um,
1: it's all about like, she says she boxes like Tyson. Yep. She says she boxes like Mike Tyson. And this is, this isn't even the Evander Holyfield. This is
0: pre Holyfield. This
1: is when he beat that woman. <laughs> like. <laughs> she just Christ, you're right. <laughs> oh my god, I hadn't even thought about that. This is like after Mike Jason was in court for beating his spouse. You know. Like, like you LaShawn. <laughs> and like they show her like botting and she's actually pretty good. No, yeah, yeah,
0: it's a good form.
1: And then I forgot Pee Wee's like something the you know
0: poop yeah cause, you know he kind of has that one joke where he has two jokes one his voice is deep and two he poops a lot
1: yeah and then like <sighs> they're like and i'm leon song's over <laughs> i just
0: have written down these kids i like the kids that they they're they're all of a sudden now like they have like this gang behind them like these these um feral park <laughs> kids that have now joined them in their cause of being baby's kids and,
1: and uh can we be baby's kids too but that that's what I was about to bring up. He goes... He looks at them and he goes, Nah, you don't want that. Like, he says, Nah, you don't want that. That implies, like, Their life is terrible. Their life is terrible. Everything is awful for them. And... But when they go, Can we be Bebe's kids too? The smile that they all give, They just go, Eh? <laughs> Please? They're running away with these kids... And then they get in. They get in trouble again. The agents find them. Yeah. And the kids, the the white kids, get into bumper cars, and they're like, "Oh no, what are we gonna do?" And one of them goes, "Let's find Bebe's kids. They'll know, know what
0: to do." No, they
1: no, they won't. They're children. They're <laughs> your children. Like, they're children. They're adults. Find your parents and run away. These kids are bad influences. And then, then, um, uh, oh. So then Jameika goes to the bathroom. So they come out with a ton of love, and they're all lovey-dovey. Yep. And Jameika goes, oh, this day has been wonderful, Robin. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Like, she's... The yep. way- it's
0: a, just shy of, like, I'm going to go powder my nose.
1: Like cause- <laughs> Well, she's not going to say she has to go take a hot tooth.
0: Well, I wish she did. It made the movie a little <laughs> bit more interesting. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Robin. I gotta go fart.
0: (laughs) Well, he talks about farting later. (laughs) Later.
1: So then, Dorothea comes in and she's like, "Oh my man, Robin Harris came over," and that's like so
0: obviously like not fake, but just like she like full name drops him like right behind her. Like,
1: Like, how dumb are you, Jamaica? Like, and in the stuff that that Dorothea says. gross. Like, (laughs) she's like, yeah, he kept me up all night. I have silver dollars under my eyes. Are you...
0: um, uh, The bags under my eyes are so big I can carry 10 pounds of groceries in them.
1: Something like that. But she also mentions, like, being able to use it as a coin purse, too. Like... We don't want to think about her coin purse. (laughs) So, uh... Yeah. And then she says stuff like, yeah, he beats my kids and...
0: Yeah, he's like... oh, She's like... It's like she, because clearly she's been watching him all day. So it's like she's been like, okay, he's hanging out with kids. He's been hanging out with this girl. I'm going to say that he hates children and that he loves me, um, And but I love him. Like, come
1: on. No, no, just shut up. Yeah. Man. So then they go. So then, um, cut to Pee Wee and, and J- uh, Jaleel. I almost said Jaleel. <laughs> and Urkel, uh, Khalil, Khalil, and
0: LaShawn, yep.
1: They get taken over by robots. Yeah,
0: so, so they get like, once again, they're kidnapped again by the CIA people and they're like sent into this like, Crazy underworld, so it's like the, basically the tunnels underneath the park, and they run into all the old animatronics that the, that um, apparently are all sentient and roam the underworld of a of fun One world. Of them looks
1: like the Terminator.
0: Yeah, it's like a full exoskeleton. There's like a, a wolf or a dog that has it's like a bear. Yeah, it's a bear that has like missing eyes, and it's like half of its uh, arm is all metal and stuff like that. It was basically like a prototype Five Nights at Freddy's. Like,
1: yeah, you were saying 20, that.
0: Yeah, so, t- like twenty years before the game came out. So then, thirty, Jesus.
1: Then they're about to kill. They're about to kill Khalil, and Lincoln shows up. <laughs> it's
0: a robot Lincoln. Robot Lincoln. Um, uh, 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 Lashawn is that his name? Uh, Pee Wee, sorry. Pee Wee uh, activates Robot Lincoln because that's you know who else are you going to get to help you in this situation but Robot Lincoln? Yeah. But the robots have a secret of their own. So, so so, Lincoln says, what are we doing here? I'm a lawyer. We need to have a fair trial. You can't just electrocute this kids because Terminator robot has put – um, oh, he's in a pot of boiling he, water, like a, Khalil, like a
1: Bugs Bunny cartoon.
0: Yeah, put Khalil in a pot of water with a like um, the thing that Doc is wearing from Back to the Future Part One, yeah. that he thinks can read minds on his head, and he's holding two wires, which apparently is going to connect create it's going to complete some sort of circuit.
1: I didn't see it hook I'm up to a battery. Electricity. Well, he is the battery.
0: Oh, like, oh, that's right, because he's got like these electricity things. Yeah, in his, so how, like, going.
1: he's in water, electricity. He's going to electrocute him. Then. Then he goes. Let's have a fair trial, and and the prosecutor is Nixon, <laughs> robot Nixon, robot Nixon. <laughs> and, uh, I I I, w- I wish that it was uh, B- Billy West's version of. Nixon from... Oh. Did you ever hear how he based that after Nixon? No. So his his version of Nixon is, if Nixon was a werewolf, like, <laughs> I'm going to go into this room and I'm going to close this door. And What you hear, don't come in.
0: Like, That's super funny. Yeah. All they were missing was the headless uh, body of Agnew. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Lincoln actually does bad. Lincoln is a terrible lawyer, apparently. Yep. And the best lawyer there is, Leon, and he does a rap. And all I remember is, you're on the, uh, you're on the offense. I'm on the defense. Let's make some sense.
0: Yeah, yeah and then. Um so basically, and also like the chorus of this rap is it's, the
1: freedom. It's George Michael talking freedom. about freedom. <laughs> it's George Michael's freedom, which is a song about you know protecting people from AIDS. Yeah, and, like, and, and
0: he doesn't make any arguments. He just says, "Let these people be free. Freedom, freedom, freedom.
1: They're babies, kids. Do you know who would have been better protecting them? Who? Robot <laughs> Malcolm X or Robot Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> like that would have been awesome. <laughs> like. Lincoln, like, it, it felt too much like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like, <laughs> party on, dudes. So, then... Right, well, they're,
0: they're saved by rap.
1: <laughs> they're saved by rap, and then they dramatically cut to Robin and in, in Jamaica in the nuclear family play, which is more robots. Yep. And she goes, tell me Would, who that woman was. It's
0: supposed to be like the World of Tomorrow, or the Carousel of Progress from yeah. Disney.
1: And... He, he tells the truth that it's his uh, ex-wife.
0: Yeah, because she had already confronted him outside of um, the as they were walking to the place, and he was like, oh, that's just my landlord. Uh, she's she-, she hasn't fixed the shower. She spent all my rent yeah, on post I'm, Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to pay her until uh, she fixes my refrigerator. Something like that.
1: Yeah, something stupid. <laughs> and uh, She goes, oh, well, are you sure you're not still you know, getting with your ex-wife? And then he he's I'm like, hell no. And she needs to be smarter than that because, of course, he said it's my ex-wife. Put two and two together. Yeah. You have an ex-husband who's not in the picture, not raising Leon? Like, come on. Like, be be reasonable. Exactly. Here. Like,
0: if... Uh, in the in this universe, clearly, like, that's acceptable for, like, uh, this is stuff that happens. Being deadbeats is acceptable. Exactly. So, and this man is clearly not trying to be a deadbeat. Why would you believe his deadbeat ex-wife. He
1: washed your son, he took a hose and he cleaned <laughs> off your kid who's covered in puke. That's your job, lady. Yeah. And then he takes her, tells her the truth, brings her into the women's bathroom and they have a yo mama fight. Him and oh, Dorkia. Yeah.
0: It's it's like a good like 2 minute yo mama fight. Yeah, oh, and, your mama's so your mama so stupid. She thought a quarterback was a change or something like that. Yeah, uh,
1: she, she thought a quarterback was a refund. A refund. That's and it. Uh, your mom is so poor that uh, when she got into an elevator, she thought it was a mobile Whoa. home. Uh,
0: they weren't very funny. Yeah,
1: they weren't funny, <laughs> but the way she starts it, she just goes, Yo mama."
0: Your whole family,
1: like, like, like oh come on, and and he goes. Well, when you act this way, it just brings me and Jamika closer together, which would have been fine if they like showed Jamika getting into it, like being like, "Yeah, he's right." She looked like no. She was
0: like, "What is going on here? What (laughs) uh, what have I gotten myself into?"
1: Please, someone get me a newspaper (laughs) so I can hold it up. So then, uh, they they get away from Dorothea. The trial's gone great, and. They all respect Leon now. Baby's kids respect Leon. Then they yep. take
0: over a pirate ship. Yeah, because that's the next logical step. It, like, okay, here's what I don't understand. is how, What type of ride is this supposed to be? So they, they cut in line, and they, they take over this pirate ship with a bunch of kids. And then the pirate ship proceeds to push off from the dock, and now it's in this gigantic pond where there's a replica of the Titanic that uh, Robin and Jamika happen to be on enjoying a romantic lunch, dinner? Have they
1: never heard of the Titanic? The Titanic sinks. Yeah. If they want to be smart, it would be like the Queen Elizabeth. Exactly.
0: Too soon for Titanic jokes, guys. Have some class.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it, it would be like the Queen Elizabeth that they used to... like. The I think that was the cruise ship that... that Prince Charles and Princess Diana went on. Like, sure. Something. Who cares? Something along those lines. Something not like. I something guess that famous, sink.
0: but exactly. Like that doesn't um, give me a lot of faith in, in what's going to happen.
1: And if the pirate ship is supposed to be like Pirates of the Caribbean, um, that ride, you're not on a Pirate Ship. No,
0: you're on a, just like a dinghy going through while pirates are attacking you. Yeah. So, so, pirates of the theme park, which are these kids now, attack and board. The Titanic for no reason, like they just like oh let's go take over that boat. I guess they're being chased by the the CIA guys at this yeah, point. Yeah,
1: they decided to take but, the park back.
0: But that makes sense. Yeah, for who? Like it was it was the park was always for you kids. Like I, I guess eh, maybe not because that they were being unfairly prosecuted or unfairly um, yeah yeah they, they were targeted
1: being for being children because. The whole thing, if you're a child and you're unsupervised, you end up in the pit or something yeah,
0: like that. I'll be on the train to I assume some sort of camp.
1: Like what if what if they went all the way through the train and it's like, Welcome, you all get frontal lobotomies now. <laughs> Let's take out that front part of the brain. That would have been an awesome twist. Like it turned into sucker punch. <laughs> so, so then Robin runs away.
0: Yeah. With he, he he takes Jamaica and they run away from the Titanic, which doesn't even sink like if you're gonna do the titanic joke at least make the ship sink
1: what they later do is once he runs away with her they end up back at the car with the kids and no the, the kids aren't there at first right i, I mean like once he gets to the car yep. he turns around the kids are there I'm like
0: you weren't and, gonna leave us were you
1: and Pee Wee goes. It ain't time to go.
0: <laughs> and he has like six watches on his wrist, all with some price tags still on it, so indicating he's... this ch- this baby is a felon.
1: Yeah. So then he looks in, uh, behind him, and the entire park is gone. It just well, cr- it collapses. And it implodes on itself. So they're driving away. He tries to signal for a police officer, and the police officer goes, oh no, it's baby's <laughs> kid's. <laughs>
0: And then he hightails it out of there.
1: And then the then it gets dark.
0: Oh, it... I'm just saying it takes a turn. It takes a turn at this point. Like, it's no longer even funny.
1: Yeah, uh, comedian Dana Gould would say, when it does stuff like this, it's like on Gilligan's Island. Like, like, if Gilligan's Island goes, if we don't make this raft out of these coconuts, we're going to die. <laughs> and that's what this felt like. Like... He he brings the kids home because he wants to go yell at Bebe, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> she she's not there. She left a note for J- Jamaica to feed the kids, and it's so depressing. And the kids are like, "Mommy."
0: Yeah, they're like looking for their mother. They're like, "Mommy, are you here? Are you here?" Like they, they've completely now changed from the the hellion delinquents that they were before to just like scared innocent innocent children.
1: What, what if this went all Bambi? It's like, "Mommy, mommy," <laughs> they're like in the bathroom or something what? like that. You just, just, just hear, <laughs> "Oh my
0: god." <laughs> the, um, that would be a little bit too dark for a PG thirteen movie, I think. But like, and and so Robin, the kind hearted, caring man that he is. He sees that these kids are living in squalor, that they're hungry, they don't have enough food. He just leaves.
1: Like Lou Smith on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. To tie it into our last episode, he's just like, okay, bye. (laughs) He gives them ten bucks and says, order some pizza, and the kid's like, they won't deliver here no more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so so Khalil doesn't give them the money back. He puts it in his pocket, but Pee-wee steals it. (laughs) Pee-wee steals it out of his pocket. Um, and, uh, so then uh, Jamika's not even mad that he, he just left the kids there. She's like, now don't you see yeah, like, why they are the way they are? How about let's go grab the kids so they don't get murdered by the crackheads next
0: door? Yeah, that are like, the first thing that happens when they arrive at the the, the um... The apartment building they're living in is two people run and bust out carrying a TV and like a lamp. (laughs) (laughs) But like they clearly just robbed someone, probably murdered them. Oh man, we gotta get
1: back to the (laughs) (laughs) coach. Barry Menlo's going on at 12. I gotta gotta, gotta go play some jazz.
0: (laughs) My jazz is a scooter. So, but like, it's not funny, but they. They try to play it off a little bit as funny when once he leaves and she's like, "See what I mean?" It's like,
1: no, no, this is not funny. We got it from the very beginning, Jamika. We know that their life is terrible. We're not stupid. And Uh. then, (sighs) so
0: now we're so this whole time we've been cutting back to him at the bar occasionally, like continuing to tell his story, and now we see this is where he has gone after he has dropped off Jamika and uh, Leon. Uh, he's gone here to drown his sorrows over a baby's kids,
1: and uh, they're like, "No, you did the right thing." Like all these barflies and like, oh, yeah. and this woman who's clearly not wearing a bra, like, they, and she's like eighty. Yeah, they animated that, but they couldn't put in a few through frames. <laughs> um, so this this. Butterfly is like, no, Robin, you did the right thing, and then he falls on the ground, and Robin sees himself and runs out of the freaking bar. Yeah, he didn't even pay his tab. No,
0: yeah. Well, it's not like the blind bartender would have known if he had paid his tab, anyways. Sorry, <laughs> or, Ray Charles.
1: Or, or what if he was like the the blind guy from Rogue One, and he's like, hey. <laughs> Get back here! Pay your tab.
0: Give me those crystals. The one wo- I'm the one with the force. The force is the one with me, or something like that. I yeah. <laughs> so anyways. then he
1: he runs out, bumps into Jamaica, and then they make out. Well,
0: she's there with Baby's kids. Like she's she's gone and picked up Baby's kids and brought them back. But he doesn't
1: like, know that. Well, he sees them in the car. I thought. Not till after.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. They, so have, the they, most they have a full on. This is like a Michael Bay shot. Okay, they sh- like. Jamaica and Robin start making out, and I have <laughs> never <laughs> seen a, a legitimate make out. It was like there's tongue and like kissing, breaking apart, kissing, breaking apart, and the camera swoops around them while they're doing this in a full-on Michael Bay um, hero shot. Robots or turtles behind? There it. really should be. Uh, like it's the most cinematic this movie gets, and it's on a disgusting make out sequence. Like yeah. I've never seen this much in a kids' cartoon.
1: And then the kids go. Ooh! And he's like, I guess he's now their father. Like yeah,
0: he's like, okay, let's let's take baby's kid. They don't even say where they're taking them. They just they just drive off into the
1: sunset credits. Oh, like, they go. Hey, let's go to Vegas. And he's like, No, we're oh, not. Oh, that's go- right. They go to freaking Vegas. Yeah, he goes. We're not going to Vegas. And he's like, What? Huh? Huh? How did we get here? How did I let you talk me into this? And then Pee Wee destroys Vegas. Uh,
0: yeah, he he unplugs something, and it um.
1: All the lights go all out. Lights
0: go out. And then, and then credits. And Jesus Christ.
1: So, how many bagels are missing?
0: Oh my God, all of them.
1: <laughs> oh God! This, no. this one... Okay,
0: I, I'm going to say that the, the amount of bagels in this basket period is like...
1: Negative 13? No, I'm going to say like
0: two. I'm going to be jealous. Uh, generous. You're going to be jealous? I'm so jealous. I'm jealous of the fact that this is a movie that got a theatrical release. But two... One, because I feel bad because um, the real Robin died. So, like, it's kind of, I'm assuming this was his passion project or this was something that he wanted to be done. Yeah. And two, there was one clever, th- uh, no, three. No, I'm going to stick with two. I'm going to take back the Robin thing. I'm um, going to take back the Robin thing because I, I want to. Uh, there was two clever things in this movie, or not two good things in this movie. One was the message that. Um, Robin says to Leon, I I liked that sequence of him saying, oh, you need to make them respect you. you, I can't do that for you. Um, And two, there was one clever transition that I really liked. Um, It's when the kids are down in the um, underground, and Robin and... Uh, Jamaica Jamaica. thank you Robin and Jamaica are walking to the carousel of progress and they walk by this display that's um, it's called like the house of lights or something like that and it's this giant light bulb display and it starts to flicker and then it shuts off and then you cut to Pee Wee is unplugging something in the basement so you're like you have a visual and then you have the the cause for that visual that wasn't bad that was the most like smart transition in the movie and I liked it (laughs) and that was it those two scenes those two things
1: are are what was
0: okay about this movie
1: I'm going with three there's three bagels left and I would say the reason they're still there uh, well I actually loved the performance of on Love okay because I love when he's like oh come on (laughs) someone needs to cut those kids a switch I mean when I wouldn't I grew up in that uh, in a project like that, and my dad would beat me to the sounds of an old blues album that would skip, and I would just hear, one and no one and no one and then, Jamaica, I was a kid too, and
0: I lived like that too, but I wasn't as bad as those kids, nowhere near as bad as those kids. If I got in trouble, my mother go get a switch and beat me till my daddy get home. Then he put on that blues record, and when I skip, whoop, you're when I wanna, when I wanna.
1: Like, him him doing that just makes me laugh every time. So
0: I'm going to go with, I like the uplifting moral message, and you like the child abuse joke.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, I like that he's trying to one-up it, which probably never happened. I like that he's oh, trying to justify his actions. But I also love that moral message. And uh-huh. I... I actually love how dark it gets. I like. I like that, was that a it bold takes, choice. I think it's a bold choice. Like that's a Dom Bluth choice. Yeah. Like dinosaur yeah. orphans. Yeah.
0: That's that's Fivel uh, losing his parents and like his sister singing. Papa. Yeah. Fivel,
1: <laughs> Papa, Fivel.
0: <laughs> I like that movie.
1: I love American Tail. I was I was a Jewish kid growing up in an all Catholic town. That's that was my bread <laughs> was and bread butter. Like.
0: I only watched. um, I saw the second movie (laughs) before I saw the first one, so like I had no context for the the Jewishness of it, like because you mean like the first one's all about them literally escaping um, persecution, persecution, and the second one is more of the same, excuse persecution as well, but. It's more of like a rootin' tootin' high ho, gung ho adventure. Instead
1: a Christopher Plummer, it's yes, John Cleese.
0: It's a little bit less dark. The second one, yeah. <laughs> but so, anyways,
1: so and then another, the third reason is uh, nostalgia value. Like I watched this so much growing mm-hmm. up, I have so much already invested in it. Like um, th- that love and appreciation can't go towards Dolomite <laughs> <laughs> down in the jungle. <laughs>
0: Scott, I have a question for yes, you. Yes, sir. So how, um, what is the um timestamp on our podcast currently?
1: Oh, we are at uh, 83 minutes. 83 minutes. The
0: runtime for this movie is 72 minutes. <laughs> we have now done a Red Letter Media style review where we have gone longer than the movie itself uh-huh. talking about it. What and why? Would you recommend people <laughs> see I, no! No! I, I, okay, it's it's like a train wreck. It's This is a It's So Bad It's Good movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it definitely crosses that threshold. Would I personally recommend it? No. If what we've talked about sounds interesting to you, sure, go ahead.
1: They probably already watched it. <laughs> At this
0: point, yeah, I would assume. In that case, I'm super sorry.
1: I'm not. <laughs> now you understand why I watched it so many times as a kid. That's true. Also, like... There were certain movies at Blockbuster, if you rented them, it came with like free food, like free candy.
0: What did this come with, free? Uh, Whoppers.
1: Whoppers nice that's a good or deal malted,
0: uh, something like that was, oh you said whoppers and for some reason i thought it was like a voucher to go to burger king and no, get a free whopper but, there was, but the there malted was, milk balls whoppers yes it is yes, yes.
1: there was <laughs> wow man you really like malted milk balls
0: i do <laughs> uh, my they're my dad's favorite candy so yes there,
1: there was a wa- uh, there was a whoppers there was a burger king next to our tooth the blockbuster now they're both gone that's sad. Yeah. Like, I'm
0: not shocked about the Blockbuster. They, they but haven't King put was...
1: anything in the Blockbuster, but the, the uh, Burger King is now at Chipotle. The,
0: Ber- the Blockbuster I used to go to, which we never went to Blockbuster. We always went to a place called Video Update because it was cheaper. But the Blockbuster that was near us is now a Hallmark store. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Actually, now it's torn down. It became a Hallmark store, and they've torn it down at this point. <laughs>
1: uh, so we're going from terrible animation... To what next week, Dwight? Or two weeks from now? Uh, mediumly bad animation?
0: Is that what we're doing next week? Is that what we're talking about? The
1: we... Simpsons.
0: That's right. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about our super special secret surprise. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> we're going from bad animation to amazing animation. This is actually one of my favorite Simpsons episodes, period.
1: Yes, but yes. we won't tell you what it is. We want you to tweet at us at writerbagelbasket.com. Or email at us what you think it is.
0: That's actually a really good idea.
1: Yeah, so tweet at us, write what you think it is, and then we'll let you know how wrong you probably were.
0: Yeah, and if anyone gets it right, we'll shout you out on the podcast. Yes. It's true. We should come up with, uh, you know what, Let's. why don't we ask a question, too? Like, while you're at it, why don't you tell us what your favorite Simpsons episode is?
1: Yes, and also, in addition to that, I'm going to add an addendum. What your favorite terrible animated film growing up to Rent was? This was mine. What film would you watch on end and make your parents watch? No matter what, or like I did, they didn't know I was watching it mine it wasn't necessarily
0: like an animated film but I had the um Burger King um here's Burger King again I had the Burger King episodes of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I watched those over and over and over again at the BK Kids Club ones to the point where like it, that intro is a part of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ca- um ca- is cartoons it the for commercial? Me. Yeah, it's like the one like with like the the big logo that like blows up, and then all the um, kid vid comes in, and and, and the um, actual and wheels comes action. in. Uh, no, it wasn't live action. It was all animated stuff.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, so I would watch this. I would watch uh, Joe Dante's The Explorers and Flight of the Navigator. Oh, and um, I... I thought we were talking about cartoons. Okay. Oh, but uh, the one I would watch all the time would be um, uh, Secret of Nim.
0: I never, I've never seen Secret of NIMH. I've heard it's fantastic, though. Oh, it's though.
1: beautiful. It's a beautiful film. It's
0: Bluth, right? Yeah. With so, the big owl. It's got a giant owl in it, and Of course, yes, it's Tom course Bluth.
1: it's Tom Bluth. So I went from watching Secret of NIMH to this all the time. So we want to know what you guys watched. Yeah. And, and let us know. And the best answer is we will shout you out on the podcast. Hey, yo. So, yeah. So until then, I'm Scott Carroll.
0: I'm Dwight
1: Stearns. Smell you later.